All right, welcome to the Freaky Hour. Freaky. The Freaky Hour, it's on. Um, you know, brought to you by BFF.FM. We're over at the Secret Alley. Today we got uh, we got Brett Hunter on. I, I told you it happened. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I, I said that at some point. I said it's going to happen. Um, hey, so I got to tell you guys something. This is important. This is really important. Uh, BFF.FM. We still need some. Uh, we still need some donations. Not a lot, but our rent's going up. Uh, Two hundred bucks May first. We're looking for twenty listeners. We've already got eighteen, so we're really looking for. We're looking for two right now who can help us out with a ten dollar monthly donation. You know, sign on there. Skip your weekly bowl of. I don't know. You you probably uh, walk down the street. Bowl? Yeah, your or your side bowl or your <laughs> your just your meat soaked chili bowl that you spend $15 on down the street from your house because you're too lazy to cook up a home-cooked meal. Just take that 10 bucks, skip that chili that you just slide down. You don't even know what it tastes like because you're just, you're just, you know, you know what I mean. Tastes like losing money. Yeah, it tastes like you're just, you're just eating a $10 bill. You're just grinding it up. So just, just log on to BFF. Just throw us like 10 bucks. Come on. So you can keep hearing me tell you what foods you eat. And tell you what not to spend your money on. Um, okay, uh, yeah, you know what's up. BFF.fm/slash/donate. That's how it's gonna go down. But uh, we got uh, Brett in the building, so we're just gonna we're just gonna talk because there's one thing I know about Brett. Brett knows how to talk. I'm freaky too, and he's freaky. So this is gonna be perfect. So we're, why we're kind they... of obstructed by this absurdly large desk right now. <laughs> so it feels a little strange. But I'm gonna I'm gonna move. But Brett, what's uh, what's going on? Welcome to the Freaky Hour. Thank you. Welcome Thank to you. BFF. Welcome to the Secret. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. The this Secret is like, Alley is amazing, amazing spot. So, so why why do they call it uh, Freaky Hour? Well, why do you call it Freaky? Hour? I call I call it the Freaky Hour because why do I call it the Freaky Hour? I just hope that you know in these conversations that it can get away from just the normal like. Uh, Hey, what got you started? Oh, that's so nice. Okay, who do you like? Who? Do, what do you listen yeah. to? I like. I like to know. I like to know about. You know, you as a person. Like, it's kind of like yeah. I think it stemmed from like I really like interviews and I like podcasts, but I don't. When I, because I, you know, in my job, I, at the jazz center or something, I meet like the best musicians in the world, and like my go-to things aren't like. So, uh, like, how do you practice or like, you know, musician questions? I'm like interested about their lives or something. And I like when they kind of deviate from the normal conversation and tell me like today, the people that are playing like the Wayne Shorter Quartet, all these guys lived in San Francisco and they've seen some crazy shit. So I like hearing like yeah. the old school stories or something. And I like when it gets a little freaky. All right. Well, you know? I'll try my best. I, I, you just do you. <laughs> I know it'll be good. Uh, what's uh what okay i mean we've been talking you know all morning but i haven't seen him for a while so there's plenty to talk about i know know. what's uh here's here's the question so if someone was if i'm about to say like i'm about to introduce you i'm saying brett hunter is a brett hunter what is he what are you how do you describe um, yourself to someone who doesn't know you i think that uh i'm a soul singer maybe I like that. You a like soul that? singer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, well, I told you. You're, yeah. I'd, I'd call Brett if I need to be taken to church. That's right. That's right. Soul yeah. singer. Soul okay. Singer. I'm actually yeah. going to put that, though, in the liner notes. You should. I mean, I think that I don't I don't really consider myself... I, I wouldn't say... Musician is not the first word that I would use to describe myself. Mm-hmm. I think that um, what really distinguishes me and what I do is like just just... I think I think vocals. I mean, uh, I think that I have a really unique voice, and and that's what I'm sharing above above all else. I think. Sorry, right now I completely agree with what yeah. you're saying, but your face is reminding me of <laughs> the VHS covers of Star Wars, where it has the fast the half faces <laughs> of. This is. <laughs> but what you said is totally true. That and not to be uh, diminished by my comment, but uh, yeah, no, I think that's totally true. So Brett Hunter is a. Uh, San Francisco-based soul singer, or do you not like that association? Is that okay? No. I mean, I've been, to be honest with you, I've been a- affiliating myself more with Oakland these days. Oh, okay. Cool. You know? Yeah. I've, I mean, I've been I've been in San Francisco. I came here for college. So I've been here for yeah. a decade. Bay, Bay Area? Based? Bay Area. Sure. Yeah. You hold it down. 
Yeah. I kind of uh, think you kind of fit all the re like you fit the North Bay, you fit the city, you fit the East I Bay. I fit everywhere. Yeah. I fit. Well, everywhere. you're in California. Yeah. Ooh. California yeah. based. I've met a lot of people, myself included. That, well, I I like the Bay Area Association, but that like the California Association even more because it's such a it's such a big place and it's like it's easy to feel connected to a lot of parts of it yeah well i grew up in la yeah that's true i've been spending a lot of time in santa barbara i spent the last decade here in the bay area so yeah california it's california. why would you ever want to leave <laughs> no plans man so i don't know what's going on what's on your what's uh what's on your radar what's on what's on your mind yeah i what's think what's been going on wow that's a big question how's it how's uh, it feel today how are you feeling today I feel fantastic today. Yeah. yeah. I've uh, I've been in a little slump uh, just in the past like yeah. six months, I think. Um, you know, a year and a half ago, I quit my corporate job yeah. to pursue music. And I came out with like all this energy and momentum. And I was like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow my dreams. I'm going to be a singer. I'm going to be a songwriter. I'm going to do this. And... And I did, and I've been doing it, and that's felt really good. But I think more recently, I've sort of hit a point where uh, I've stopped and said, "What does this look like five years from now? What does this look for, like ten years from now?" And I'm trying to. Uh, my m- mind has been in a place as not how do I do this for the next year, but how do I do this for the rest of my life? And so uh, I've been. My head's been at trying to figure out how to build a sustainable model for yeah for playing music that's like a crossroad that like anyone who kind of deviates from the standard job path you know that's like something you come up to if you're especially if you quit something to mm-hmm. do something that feels just feels right and feels good you come to that point where it's like how do i keep how do i keep this going you know yeah it doesn't always feel sustainable and it's not all it, it's not always at that zone where you're right. like, what I'm doing More right now is going to yeah. keep me yeah, totally. keep me going forward. So, I di- do you think that's what a lot of what what a, what a slump period is coming? What a lot of that is kind of stemming from is just like yeah, I think it was I... just like getting over the honeymoon phase of like yeah, yeah I'm playing music <laughs> and I'm singing and I'm you know living my what I feel is my highest purpose. Like there's yeah. definitely a high to that, and now it's like. It's not always <laughs> okay. Like, it doesn't always feel like that. So now, yeah. Um, but I think that I think that even though I'm in a slump, it, it's it's something that I've asked for in a big way. I mean, when totally. I when I first sort of launched, I was in a spot where I hadn't written a song for three years when I was when I had a corporate gig. Yeah, and I was just like, I couldn't handle that. When I realized that, I was just like, Yeah. I watched this this uh, video from this. Uh, this guy, uh, Jedediah Jenkins. Wow. Do you know who name. that is? <laughs> no, I know. A it's a fantastic name. name. Jebediah, what, can you tell me something about Jebediah Jenkins? Yeah. Jedediah. Jedediah. Yeah. Cool. I, it, yeah, I'm pretty sure. What the hell is he about? He's, um, about? he's like a fantastic writer and thinker. and uh, A musician? Or just no, like a writer? Just writer. a writer. Yeah, and, and traveler. Okay. And I think that he, one of his friends did a video and he put out this video that basically it said... You know that he's traveled around and and met a lot of people and heard this common thing that we all hear, which is like, "Man, I blinked my eyes and <laughs> I'm, now I'm 80." Yeah, <laughs> you know. And he was trying to figure that out and and sort of identified routine as sort of what creates that routine. Yeah, yeah. Sort of sort of referencing this idea where like when you're a kid, everything that you're experiencing is new, mm-hmm. so your brain is very stim- stimulated and. And it's a common thing that we all know that like, hey, man, the older I get, the faster time goes. And and he credits that to the older you get, the more you optimize to not work as hard. And the more huh. the more you aren't learning new things. Yeah. And you're in routines. And routines are what sort of make that time slip away. And so that was what inspired me to be like, damn, I need to... I need to to break the routine totally yeah Uh i've been thinking about that a lot lately just this idea that we're we fall into these narratives like right i'm you know i'm me i play bass and i act like this around certain Mm -hmm. people and i am into these things and like people expect this behavior from me you know it's like you fall in and everyone has these 
ones you slip in and out of. Right. And it's like, how do you, you know, you can show up somewhere and just be how you want to be right then. Like none of us have to live through these narratives, you know? Mm. And yeah, I connect with that. Yeah. And it's like, I think about that every day. I'm like, how can I show up today and just be true how I'm feeling right now? Like, I don't want to show up and be the Parker people expect Mm -hmm. me to be when I, that's not what I want to do. You yeah, know, that's it. That's I want to be, you know, always changing and ever being present for the situation. I don't need to be, yeah, you know, yeah, any and, certain way. And that, yeah, that fits along the same lines. If you you have the same job and you're showing up to work the same day, yeah, it's hard. People are expecting the same thing that they've seen every day. Totally, and, and it's it's probably productive for a lot of jobs to, in that situation, like that's probably the right move. If that's your narrative, you know, like sure. to be that guy every day yeah, and, you know, rise those ranks. Because as soon as you break those routines, like things, the Shit's things scary. that you thought were important, scary. it's totally scary. Yeah. And importance changes like, you right. know, your relation to money or po- power, all those mm-hmm. things mean different. They mean just they mean different things to you. Right. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. been on my mind, too. It's, but I think it just has to do with the musician kind of path or just the creative path or something. Mm-hmm. A lot of paths. But it's like. When you're not doing that normal nine trajectory, grind? yeah, nine to five grind. It's like it's just yeah. different. You well, don't I think that need different thing. Sustainability is a different issue. I've always used uh, like moving around to inspire that sort of change. Totally, and I think that yeah. that's that's connected to like musicians, right? Like when you physically change your location, it allows you the opportunity to yeah change everything about you. It's great. And it's fantastic. I I feel like it, it sort of uh, that my, sort of my life story is uh, I was like always kicked out of schools when I was a kid yeah. growing up, and I would just start at new schools. Yeah, and it gave me the opportunity. I didn't know anybody. Yeah, and so with every new school, I showed up and I was I reinvented myself. So okay, I need to know a little bit because it's like <laughs> as much as I know you, I don't know you. You yeah. know, oh. it's like I know you about certain things. Yeah, but uh, so you're from where are you from? From Pasadena. Okay, in Pasadena, you got you got your brother. Do I got a bro. Than, yeah, I have a sister have and a, a brother. Sister. I um, uh, my sister's down in L.A. Yeah, my brother's up here in Oakland, and I spend a lot of time with. He's him. the man. He's a man. Yeah, Graham's the man. Um, yeah, grew up in Pasadena. Yeah. Um, and you were a little you were a rascal. I was a rascal. Yeah. You're I think that shit up. yeah, I was fucking why, shit why, up. Why were you doing that? Or were you? What were you? Uh, I think that I think that? that I've always like wanted to push boundaries, <laughs> yeah, you know, you yeah. and uh, and uh, challenge authority. And I think that um, I think that a common theme for me is I've always been pissed that I wasn't further along. Hmm. And and it's that's always been the case since I was. Uh, what do you mean? Like you wish you were always like a like step when ahead I was a little something? kid, I was pissed that I wasn't older and couldn't do those yeah. things. And then once I was older, I was pissed that I wasn't you know like living on my own and could make my own decisions. Yeah. And now I'm pissed that I'm not like further along in in where I'm at with music and not you know Man. accomplishing these goals. It's, I feel I know that feeling really well. But but sort of more recently, I've I've sort of learned that um, always being dissatisfied is mm-hmm. not necessarily well, you the best the way whole, to live. <laughs> no. Well, you miss the whole the whole you miss everything. Yeah. Because if you never if your goals aren't like in line with where you're at all along the way, you know, you kind of yeah just bumming yourself every time you hit something. You're like, well, I knocked that off, but what's the next thing? Yeah. I'm reading this book right now called uh, The Art of Not Giving a Shit. No, no, it's <laughs> The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Shit. And it basically, it's, it says like the very act of wanting more and being dissatisfied is a bad experience. It and the more yeah. you are having those experiences, the I guess the shittier your life is. And so it, it sort of puts correct. things into perspective a little well, bit. I mean, that's... With, part of the narrative that we find ourselves in like you you know if you live your whole life like that then at some point that's just how you do things you know and you expect that of yourself and then sometimes like i've been really excited about something and then my mind kind of snaps and i was like whoa that felt weird to be that excited but it's like it feels good you know yeah it's good to feel good have you ever felt really good and then you're like whoa that wow was weird i felt really good 
Yeah, I mean, I think that like the arc, <laughs> the arc of like playing a, a big show, yeah, is like that. You know, going into it, you're like so not satisfied, and you're anxious and worried, and and all this stuff. And then after it, you're just like, you feel completely satisfied. Do you? This is a thing that I have a lot of times where like I don't know if you relate to this, but like I'll play a big show and I'm just like going in. See, I have the opposite sometimes. I go oh, in do. and I'm like, I'm fucking good to go. And then, and then after something like, happens, I'm that like, that was horrible. Oh my yeah, God. I'm just like, I fucking suck. I've had that too. I yeah. do that all the time. Yeah. I'm working on it. Mo- more times than not, I'm, I feel the first experience that I described, but some, that's great. sometimes that's good. I feel sometimes that sometimes I, I, I do do that. I think I'm, I'm hurting a little bit because full disclosure, I was beating myself up after the film war. Really? Yeah. It's just like, man, you, you weren't that hot. You weren't really, <laughs> that you're hot. not killing it. Yeah, I think the thing the thing is, is like you care more than anyone does. Yeah, and and that's I think that that's that's part of being putting out art, you know. Uh, and I know that for me, like a healthy dose of that is good, and yeah. too much of that <clears throat> is paralyzing, and you, you know, are not as prolific. Yeah, it, definitely. It, 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 I know that for me, at least, like it's definitely held me back um, from putting shit out or, or whatever. Just like overthinking it, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so Pasadena. Pasadena. Yeah. High so, schools. You're, so high, high schools. schools. You were getting, when so was the first to, time you got kicked out? I went to. I went. To, were you living with your full? I think was, like, seven the different schools together? by college. Really? Yeah. Were you living with like mom, dad, brother, sister? So, yeah, I was living with mom, dad, brother, sister. Yeah. Uh, you know, fourth grade is where I started to, like, fourth really grade. test the boundaries. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, but I went to, like, a very, like, prestigious school. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> you know, Brett is a little slow, you know. Oh, and... give me a break. <laughs> so, I remember, I remember in fourth grade, I... Um, That's crazy. Fourth I had, grade. during Spanish. He's slow. I had to, I, like, couldn't hang in Spanish. <laughs> Because once I, once I like started to not understand stuff, I started to be like, well, I guess I'm yeah, just gonna like this. distract everybody. <laughs> and yeah. So they removed me from Spanish class, uh, and uh, that was that was the first time that it was like, oh, you're not. What did they do? They put you in something else. They um, took me out of Spanish. They, they, put, and they, they said go to French instead. No, 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 no. They so... took me out of Spanish, and they said, what do you see in this ink blot? Really? Yeah. You did no Rorschach test. Yeah. No wow. joke. Yeah. What did you see? Uh, always butterflies. I don't know. They all look like they butterflies. They all look like butterflies. It's like, yeah. I, like at, at the, after the fifth one, we were like, it's just another butterfly. They're like, so you don't see anyone like trying to hurt anybody else in that? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Actually, I really like the butterfly one because I love the, like, the analogy of a butterfly. Because, you know, maybe fourth grade, you're a little caterpillar. Oh, yeah. You're, looking, to, you're yeah. looking for that cocoon phase I was looking, to get yeah. to be the butterfly. Yeah. You know, you want to, you want to make that jump. Uh, like but, it. but you know, fourth grade, I wasn't like kicked out of fourth grade. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, but the, I was taken out. They were like, you know, he needs to... a school at his own speed, you know? That's crazy though. I mean, it's just the schooling system, but at fourth grade to be like, you're this way. It's like really intense. Yeah. It's pretty, it's like a good thing. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, it was kind of intense. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, but the next school that I went to, I got kicked out, uh, in sixth grade. And uh, basically, man, I was I was such an asshole. Actually, <laughs> I was kind of a dick. Yeah. What did you like? <laughs> why? I don't know. I guess it's just like but no. Like young, I think that you know, I, just, I just I just kind of happens that way. I just like looked at the classroom and I was like, I've always wanted to just like stick out. I wanted to shine. Yeah, totally. You know? It's in the classroom. Like, how am I gonna shine? Well, okay, if I'm not gonna get good grades, like, I might as well. Might as well be the funniest guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. Were you, I, I know were you, you a class guy? Yeah, I was like, you were I was guy. not a school guy. Like, I was fucking around super hard. Around. It took me until USF to be like, which is actually a crazy story of getting into USF. It was a total fluke. Cause like, I had C minus average in high school. I had sort of a fluke experience getting into USF I, too. What's okay. the deal? Okay. So I'll anybody, give it to you really quick. Just like, anybody in. I finished school, like, taking like three classes. Like, by the end, they're like, you just have free periods all day. Just like, finish. Don't fail. Like, I was just like so good at getting out of everything, which is not like a good thing. But like, at the time, that's just what I was yeah. doing. So I was just like skipping everything. And they're like, you can finish like a couple classes. I was like, 
please get me out of here. And then I somehow, I had a, like a like a like D plus average. And when my school, when they sent my transcript to the only school I applied, which like, they're like, there's no way you can get into. My GPA was like over a point higher than it actually was. Really? Yeah. I was like. I don't even remember. It was like mine was that like is a, a fluke. Mine was like a low twos or something, and it got there, and it was like mid three something. So when I got when I got kicked out of high school, which was like the most <laughs> number like, what time? Well, it was the first high school. Oh, first, but it okay. was at that time. It was the were you playing fourth, music at this time? School. No, no, Mm-mm, never, not at all. No, no. That's what music was is 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 finding finding something that I could channel that energy into. Yeah, that that's why it was so big for me, but. Uh, High school, I had a 0.5 GPA. 0.5? 0.5. Wow. I, did, I didn't even hit the one, <laughs> the 1.0 GPA. Yeah. Yeah, so there was, a, there was some problem. It wasn't even like, the, it was just, it wasn't even the, the, like, I. it wasn't like he's not smart. It was like, yeah, it's just not, what is this kid doing? It's not working. Like, he, you got to try to get a 0.5. <laughs> like, Were you it's trying? more impressive a 0.5 is more impressive than a 1.5. Yeah, my, definitely. In my opinion. For sure. I didn't I don't I didn't know that's even like a thing. I thought they'd just tell you you don't want this. Yeah, that's a thing. But so when no, I, no music. No music until um, after my second high school. Yeah. When I got pulled out of that one, my parents sent me to boarding school. Ah. Uh, and boarding school I like lived in the wilderness for a summer. Oh, you did one of those. Yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah. It was one of those programs where like you like you know a dude shows up to your house like oh they massive they dude, nab you and they nab you but I didn't get nabbed I went yeah. willingly because at this you're point like, I was just yeah. like you know what like I totally get why you're sending me to boarding school <laughs> totally. and I will willingly go yeah um, yeah it's on the coast of Maine uh, so basically the farthest distance from Southern California that you could send peace your out kid to your life while still being in the United States yeah damn. <laughs> Um, yeah, but that's where I, I learned music. Uh, somebody, there was a guitar there uh, in Wilderness, and um, you know, one of the you know counselor facilitators um, taught me a few chords. I learned Blackbird. I remember I called uh, you know once a week. They would like bring a phone. You could like call your parents, and I called my parents and I played them. Oh, they loved that on the phone. Did they? Oh, I mean, they were they're hysterical. I mean. They were really happy, yeah. And you were singing it too? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's awesome. And that's where I discovered that I, I could sing. At boarding school, at the boarding school that I went to, you, a part of uh, a part of the school was that you have to stand up and sing in front of the entire school. Wow, that's Acapella. That's you know, cool. A song that's like meaningful to you. And so, um, yeah. That's I really cool. sang like in that. front of a bunch of people and they were like, Oh, that's really good. cool voice, and I think that for me, uh, I've always I always liked to make voices, you know, like yeah. as a kid <laughs> yeah, totally. I would do like prank calls yeah. or whatever, and then when it came to singing, I wanted to imitate, you know, my favorite artists. You know, at that time, Who, it was yeah, like, who's that? Man. It was like James Taylor all the way, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so I really he has a really interesting timbre and and you know tone in his voice, and so. Uh, when I, when I, basically started singing his songs, I wanted to sing exactly like him, and and how I think my voice evolved was through pretending to be these different people, and then over time, for me it was like it was James Taylor, and then in, later in high school it was like the clear, crisp Jason Mraz, nice. and then after I Jason Mraz it was the smoky, uh, the smoky Ray LaMontagne. Uh, I don't know. You don't know Ray no. Monte. I gotta check him. Out. Um, a guy from Maine, actually, used to be like work in the mills. I can then... hear all three of those right. voices in you. I mean, right. I can just imagine what the smoky. I I hear that exactly. You know? And so after that, that's when I started writing my own songs, and I sort of combine the three of those, and I was like, yeah, that's me. Yeah. And so that's that's sort of like what that I seems understand. Like it's still there. That kind of for sure, yeah. I think like it's changed a little bit, and and it changes from project to project or song to song. But that those three voices are foundational in what I 
what my voice is. Jason so, Mraz. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever like sit there and play like Jason Mraz songs on a ukulele and sing? I feel yeah. like that was like definitely Yeah, like but, a but first it was James Taylor. It was sort of <laughs> like this. I really connected with his story, his life story. Um, I don't know much about him. He was a heroin addict. Okay. Yeah. Tro- troubled guy. Troubled guy. Yeah. Exactly. Living. And uh, and he, to this day, I think is is serves as inspiration to me because he has such a long-lasting career. I mean, that's he really has outlasted a lot. A lot of dudes. Mm-hmm. Like he's still going. Yeah, I respect that, and I hope to have the same kind of career. Is he someone who now is like? Uh, is he just playing the hits, or is he still making stuff? He's still making stuff. Yeah, I mean, I like that a lot when people. I mean, the hits are the hits. You know, mm-hmm. I think you you get to a certain point where you're known for something, and you can't really be anything different to no. to a lot of people's. You know, in a lot of people's minds, people that, see that's a, a good problem to have. It's a good problem to have. Totally, I was thinking about. That. I mean, I think about that all the time. A band that's been playing forever and everybody knows their song. You got to play that song. Do you have? Every do, you, time. do you have bands in and people that like you've seen live that kind of you're disappointed in that you're you just wanted them to kind of play what you know. I'm not really like that with with like seeing music because mm-hmm. I don't really expect. I don't really enjoy people that get into that mode where they're living in the past you know i like progression so i understand if i see someone right. and they don't i, I no, no one comes to i don't know i'm no i try when i see something live i try and just be like an open book to it i've definitely seen shows where i was kind of like that was that was whatever yeah but no, i don't feel that so much like someone i really want to see is neil young mm-hmm. and i know he does not give a f- single fuck like <laughs> He just play. He'll play a song for like thirty minutes, and people are like, "Well, that show wasn't good because he didn't play old man." And yeah. like that old man doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, like he'll play something you want to hear, but he's not just like running down the list. He's just playing playing crazy music. Yeah, I like that spirit. Not that I necessarily yeah, want like to that see spirit, that all the time. But also, I'd like to hear the hits. I want to. I mean, I love all those songs. Yeah, I'd get a kick out of it. But yeah, nothing comes to mind. I don't know. I'm sure I've. I've definitely been disappointed at a live show, but sure. I'm just I'm super into the art of the live show, so I'm really receptive to whatever people are putting out there. Yeah. So for me, like in terms of live music, what really turned me on to to music, and I think what what remains in common with a lot of people that I really connect with, is um, is you know, so starting with with James Taylor, mm. he, when you, he you've seen him, yeah, I have. Yeah. And and when he played a song, I could tell that he wrote it, even though I didn't know for sure that he did. It was the connection in the in the in the basically personal vulnerability that really made me connect, and that's why totally. I do music. And I haven't really, uh, you know, when I see bands play, I don't have the same connection uh, with with bands as I do. Um, specifically singers and singer-songwriters yeah. that, uh, like Ray LaMontagne, for instance. Uh, I saw him at Bonnaroo in like 2011 or something like that. And the guy, he's sitting there on stage and he's such a tortured soul. Mm-hmm. It hurts him oh, to I be up there playing a song like that. And that just, for me, That's is so best. captivating uh, to see somebody in pain sharing this. You ever listen to uh, just Towns Van Zant? No. He's got that thing where he's, he's singing, got that and thing. I'm just like, oh, I feel for you right yeah. now. Like, he's just, like, I listen to the same song like a hundred times, and every time I'm just like, man, yeah, I just want to like give you a hug. You could, I love totally. that. Totally. But I that, love that, that individual, like the, the, the lens in into a the vulnerability. Singular, singular person... I think is my favorite thing. Well, like what you said earlier, like one of your first musical experiences, like singing in front of a ton yeah, of people. Super that's, vulnerable. I mean, that's vulnerability. I mean, and it's like are, that's something you still exude, and it's something I I just I love about your music, and just love about music in general, and even in like the band setting, mm-hmm. that's like something we've talked about that I I like to bring up, where it's like, like let's do what we're good at, but let's be vulnerable, not be mm-hmm. afraid of like what what people are expecting like let's be ready to 
let something happen and you know let, have an honest moment you know an honest moment that. an I, honest moment that's the yeah. best that's when that's it, like, the best if a show that's why like also like the film or something it's a 30 minute set not a lot of room for that there but when you have like the night's yours mm-hmm. like i just know the way that we are at this point like right. something it's going to come out and it's going to feel really good right and then when you feel that it happened and then someone that night is like hey that like really made me yeah. feel good like you're just like i did it you know? yeah i think that that yeah that's really interesting i mean you you brought up like the scene in front of the school like there were some kids yeah. that oh they probably just break down <laughs> yeah. full. there were some tears I, i'm sure like tears were were really common yeah you know uh because it's not just like i mean these are all people at a stage of their life where like they're trying to figure something out totally. something's just, something's not going yeah. right and and you know within that they got to stand up and have such a vulnerable moment and I mean, the school, in the way that it was facilitated was like, if you broke down and cried, like, cool, maybe try next week. Yeah. And like, cool. you had to do it. At some point. At some point during the year. And so they would slowly, you know, at assembly, okay, like three people are going today. Like sort of work it into the, the daily the daily routine. But, no matter what happens, you're learning something about yourself. That's a really, I like the, I yeah. like the forcing you to sing thing. It's interesting. Yeah, but also I think that the the actual boarding school was was uh, influential in just really diving deep and being vulnerable, not even through performance, mm-hmm. but in uh, tons of aspects. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, we did like family and group therapy with all of. <laughs> I mean, a lot. Yeah, and, I'm sure. and I, I've I through the course of my life, I've been through so many different types of therapy. Mm-hmm. I actually consider it one of my greatest strengths. Uh, in like emotional intelligence and well, songwriting, like, like engaging in therapy as a, str- in a as yeah. A I mean that that I saw psychiatrists and yeah. psychologists. I did hypnotherapy when Whoa. I was a kid. Wild. I did group therapy, mm-hmm. family therapy, and you know boarding school and and I mean, there was a lot of different structures to to therapy that that allowed me to be really good at talking about really be good about talking about myself mm-hmm. and th- in through a really deep lens uh, and, and even understanding in myself what is going on. And that has been the single biggest strength in writing songs. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. that's really cool. So I'm like, you know, when I was going through it, I hated that I like had yeah, to talk yeah. about my feelings. <laughs> totally. Uh, and share maybe some stuff I didn't want to share. Uh, but at the end of the day, I've used that muscle so much mm-hmm. that it's not... Don't know how to not do that. Yeah. And I can actually do it and be pretty comfortable in doing it. Yeah. And go up there and not really feel that vulnerable. Like, I'm not like Ray LaMontagne, like you can feel the pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm able to really put it out there and not be affected as much. Yeah, that's true. Like when I see you play, I don't feel that thing where i necessarily feel bad for you but i feel really good yeah i don't know i don't know what that is but it's just how it's like how i feel like i love love seeing it but it's not that kind of like i i wouldn't say you're a tortured soul no Uh uh-uh i i you're much more like jubilant and excited right you have a good energy Mm -hmm. and yeah what uh would you down you down to play something yeah i'm down feeling it yeah cool sweet um i think that like you know, based on this conversation, maybe I'll play. Um, it seemed like an appropriate uh, moment. Yeah, I mean, of course. Okay, let's see the. Let's see how the levels do. How we how we looking over let's there? Let's see. Um, play a little bit. Let's see. Oh, that sounds so nice. Cool. Sounds really warm. So this song. Um, Songs about finding peace. Finding peace, and 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 sort of like in the in the the way that we're talking about it, um, in that like always being dissatisfied, mm. always searching for this this um, idea of peace outside of yourself, and the realization that peace exists already inside of you, and just sort of tapping into that. Yeah, and sort of having that realization, it's like, you know, you. It's, you you don't need to find peace. You are peace, and you just need to connect with that. Yeah, um, cool. I love it. You mind if I film it? 
No, go ahead. Yeah. Cool. Should I wait for you? Um. Oh yeah. You just want to pop in mid? I, mean, I got. I got this. I got this. We're we're uh we're good. We're good. I wanna wake up. I wanna find peace. I wanna hide out. Go someplace where I can't be found out. I wanna take time. I wanna rewind. I wanna go back. See those people I met along the way. When do you figure it out? When why take you so long? Always got to go changing your mind Every time you see a crook in the road Always looking for something better To remind me of that very first time Still can't find Oh, and I didn't know if I was running too, or if I was running away Oh, in that peace I found, it was with me every step of the way No more looking for something better To remind me of that very first time I'll never find I want to find you I want to try something new I don't want to regret All the time that you and I never spent And I want to hold you like I told you, I want to remember this feeling forever. Oh, and I didn't know if I was running too or if I was running away. Step away. No more looking for something better to remind me of that very first time. You know, I'll never find. When did you figure it out? Oh, and why take you so long? Always got to go changing your mind. Leaving schools or uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking up. Uh. Every time you see a crooked road, oh, you always looking for something better to remind you of that very first time. You know you'll never find I just want to find peace Yeah, yeah. Loved it That was great Yeah Fuck Thank yeah. you That was awesome I love that Yeah That made, that made me feel lots did of things you, Did you hear the therapy in there? Yeah For sure <laughs> I mean uh, Okay that, I mean that that's, was, that's like That's like you know, I also play a lot of music that's just like happy and uplifting. You know? Yeah. But I think that my favorite type of music. But that was happy, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. That I was think, awesome. I think that. Was that great. That. Uh, Sorry, I was fidgeting with the microphone. No, it's okay. Him. Yeah, I, I, um, 
I like more than anything people that make in, in music that make me think. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's what I really aspire to. Like that's, I feel like I'm really doing my thing when I can I can see people's wheels turning. Yeah. And they're thinking very deep. Like, yeah, that's the moment. Cool. I like that. Yeah, it's like I, I definitely like music. I think music with that does that is is very often simple mm-hmm. and doesn't have. It's not like you're reading, like some crazy book that you have to like every page. It's not as you have abstract. to like, exactly. I like yeah. when things are hit you hit you deep and make you think, but you don't have to like spend you know a lot of energy a ten pa- ten yeah. uh, ten minutes to get past a page you know in a book or yeah. something where it comes a little bit yeah it's got to be totally how it's that felt be, where it comes uh, to you right accessible away accessible idea yeah and then it's for everybody right it is totally and and I mean. That song, for instance, like totally accessible. Yeah, I think that that people can uh, relate to, you know, always searching for something that is better than their current situation. Yeah, and realizing, it's... oh wait, there's actually no end to that. Yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, look at the the person that you look at and you say, that's the guy that has it. Yeah, you know. That guy's just looking at someone else and yeah, totally. that's the guy that has it. So at some point you have to find, you know, within yourself this this idea of satisfaction and, and peace. And I think that's what peace is, is, is saying, um, I'm satisfied. Yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting idea because I feel the same way where I'm like, you know, really at any moment I could, I can find peace in myself. Yet, I think like you, I have this this feeling where like if I don't have peace, I can move around and go do something else. And it's like those two things pull at me like crazy where I'm like, All right. I could go fucking Germany tomorrow. So I did that. And then as soon as I get there, I'm like, I didn't have to come here to find this feeling. Right. But this time I did. And I did that. And it's like, okay, it's there. I'm going to try and hold on to that. Yeah, that's a really interesting you know? point. And it's like those two things pull at me where I'm like, traveling's great. It keeps me present. But there's something I miss also. It's like either way, I'm right. always like trying to find that middle ground of like mm-hmm. of movement, but then also knowing I can be anywhere and find right. this this feeling of serenity and oh yeah, I, I, I think that I like I've, I think the most basic form is what you're talking about, like you know, f- searching for it externally. Yeah, and and there are totally. internal changes right that that happen with that, but I think for me, I've done so much moving around, mm-hmm. and I've done that so many times, that um, you know one of one of the things that that I'm trying to do is finish stuff. That <laughs> makes know? it hard. And Shit. and and so when you want to take off and escape, at some point you can't. You know, totally. and I'm thinking about like, oh, what if I had like a family? I can't just like yeah. things change. Later, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over here because like, I just like I'm called to it. You know, yeah. or like, and think how many people I'm in just this, not happy. Yeah, think how many people in this line of you know history and creativity that we're a part of that that's like such a classic situation is just like some guy being like having a family and being mm-hmm. like, all right. Gotta something's go. missing. See ya. And it's like something's missing. That's there's like one part where you can easily be like, wow, he's following his thing. But there's like that part of you leaving <laughs> right. something that you decided that that moment was like your thing is like that that never leaves you. That's a defining characteristic. And it's, yeah. you know, it's like it, I think what that is never bite off more than you can chew, you know, like be reasonable. Like if you're bringing, especially if you're bringing other people in, like right. if you're a, if you're living solo. By all means, like really go for shit, but like when you bring other people in, right? That's when it's like it's bigger than you. Well, yeah, you know? yeah, you're responsible it's for scary. more than just yourself. Yeah. I just had like a moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that is scary. Yeah, I mean, so so it's like now is the must flexing the muscle of like how do you how do you search for those things and find those things and explore those things while still showing up for what you need to show up for, still you know being responsible for the things that you're responsible for. And being true to yourself. Totally. Well, this kind of brings it full circle, like how we were, what we were talking about when I picked you up and stuff. That you're kind of on a, a new, new wave, sort of like a new. Right. A new I always have thing. to continually invent new ways. Yeah, I love it. You know? <laughs> I love it. But it's like it, it's it's great. And I mean, you're. How does like uh, 
So you have some new things kind of that you're working on. Yeah. Which is like, which is awesome. And it's like, what all these things we've, obviously everything you've done before this has mm. led up to these. And it yeah. seems like the kind of new thing you're on is, it's not only to progress with music, but it's like to be happy yeah as an exactly. individual you know and it's it's really cool that it seems like yeah it's not it's not uh they're mus- very conscious decisions it's not music management it's life management yeah totally you know, i like, mean it never really can be right. all about the music right. it's like you got to take care of your life you know right and integrate think, them yeah and i have a lot of like really interesting stuff that i've been thinking about and and pursuing i think like the one of the things that i've been pursuing is this idea that um the live the live show experience needs a lot of help mm-hmm. and i think that like how i've traditionally done music is through the existing channels that are here okay so san francisco you know going to play venues uh, but i think it's occurring to me that my music is so eclectic that people want to come see it that don't want to go to a bar in san francisco uh and don't really want that experience and so me, I've been thinking about how can we bring new experiences to life that people are interested in. And I think that the venue idea is that, if, and this is for most venues, is that you're going to that venue because of who's playing. Yeah, of course. Rather than you're going to an experience because you like the experience regardless of who's playing. So, I mean, one of the things we were talking about is like this this new, uh, you know, the hangover church yeah give us give us the quick the working title uh so the quick pitch is that you know you you come sunday and have brunch and hear some gospel music and sing love i love it and so i think that that more than anything i just want to provide a variety of experiences other than come listen to music in a bar yeah i'm liking the hangover church now because like you know oh my god it's great because i'm thinking um okay you know sister rosetta tharp Mm mm-hmm Okay, so there's this thing she was talking about. She's like, Saturday we go, uh, we go play the devil's music, and Sunday we wake up and we we like sing, we play the Lord's music or something. Love it. So yeah. it's like the Hangover, yeah, Hangover. Traditionally, you drank too much, whatever. But it's like last night you went, it cleanse you went, your soul. You stayed up too late. You did something bad. Yeah, you were with some people you yeah. shouldn't. Cleanse your soul. You know, you put yeah, and then it's like in the morning and it's like, like maybe have a mimosa. I don't know. Yeah, oh no, totally. Don't count out the mimosas. <laughs> I'm I'm super into it. I love it. Yeah, I I love the music in different settings. Like, mm. like just going to a venue doesn't isn't enough for me. Like, I love it in all. Yeah. Things. Well, it's like and what really made that apparent to me is so far sounds or something where it's like I can yeah. go somewhere where I have no idea what's going on and I'm gonna leave happy and have new new friends. You yeah, know, it's like, I think that. I think that so far sounds does something really well too, which is they have an experience that you can show up and listen to music, and you're not dedicating your whole night. Yeah, that's totally it, it's true. sort of like uh, the traditional setting of playing a show. You know, people are dedicating their night. You know, there's an opener. It's maybe like three acts. You know, you're going there. Yeah, I mean, it's night. a whole event. It's what you're doing it's... tonight. Um, and so far, did something really interesting is their shows are earlier in the night. Mm-hmm. So it's like what you do before you do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. And sort of what are you doing on Friday night at six thirty? No, Probably nothing. Nothing. I mean, yeah, it's, that's that is the perfect. time. So it's like, so I think that I've looked to some of these experiences and tried to like take learnings from them. And that is, uh, when are people most available? And I think that Sunday morning. Sunday morning is a Definitely. great time. And unless in, unless you're on the freaky hour at 11 a.m. on Sundays. Yeah, I mean, sorry, squeeze that. <laughs> There's all sorts of exceptions. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Oh, we can live table gospel brunch. Yeah, hell yeah, sweet. Um, but but to to my point, right? The gospel brunch that's something you're either into or not, regardless of who's playing. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely. Not, it, you know, and so so that's I think that that's that's the determining factor of creating an experience rather than having a show. Um, is having something bigger around it that people can get on board. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, totally. Yeah. I yeah. totally understand. That's I I I get it. Total. I love that. I'm super into it. It's but it's just interesting because it's like just as my personal evolution. That's how I've come to look at like a San Francisco show. Where it's like, how can I not make this a show? Like, right. make it like, 
I want everyone like on the tip of their toes, you know. And it's totally. like that's gone in so many different directions. You guys, you guys have like you guys have probably the best Halloween shows. Halloween shows are freaky. Yeah, because they're freaky. Because it's like there's something more than a show. That's what I, that's what I aim yeah. for, you know. But, but it's like I love. I mean, you need, I mean how are you going to do that on April twenty? 20- random day it's hard and it's connected on random days and it's also been another show sometimes right but but the like you know like having like a crazy show at the chapel where i feel like so elevated or something Mm -hmm. i've had that same feeling like staying up all night driving from a gig in denver or grand junction to denver and playing we played like a so far at like 10 a.m is that the one you guys have the video of there is a video somewhere on there. I like, it's like that video. It's so cool. It's the middle. It's like almost noon. Never met a single person there. Don't even like, we just stayed up all night. They're like so excited to have out of towners, like the best feeling ever. And then we just like play for people that not a, no one's talking. It's like so cool. Like I'll never right. forget that feeling. And it's, it just opened that thing it's to me. Made, There's yeah. no formula for any of this. And that's so exciting. Right. And I love seeing that you're testing that, you know, like what, how can I get this across in different ways yeah and as a listener i am open to seeing you in all those different situations because it's a different thing every mm-hmm. time so i love seeing you at the venue mm-hmm. with a little bit more energy right and i love seeing it where everyone's really quiet in a room mm-hmm. you know i think it's awesome yeah I, I love that too i mean um i love that variety but yeah my my favorite yeah is is sort of like a more intimate space. Totally, and I think, and it's and it, it goes back to what we we're talking about. about shows it, and you show it super well, right? Um, yeah, another another idea that that I've been thinking about is is, and I don't know how I'm going to do this, but is like Sunday hike to like a sunset show. Yeah, that's cool. So we're thinking about like uh, like uh, like uh, hiking blues. You know, yeah. you go you go on this hike that's designated at the end of it. Uh, you listen to some blues music. Hiking blues. Hiking blues. I don't know. I need some help with names, though. I mean, it could be it could be anything. But I think the gospel the gospel brunch is gospel brunch. You is, get it. You know. Oh, I like the Hangover Church. The Hangover. I church, love that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. We just bought HangoverChurch.com. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> I'm stoked. But it's still a working title. I mean, yeah, we'll keep it. I like the because you like it so much, we'll keep it. I like the idea of it. Yeah. Because at first I was. But can like, you help us come up with a, a name for uh, the hiking one? The hiking one. Yeah. Should it be blues? I like the hiking blues. That's like, cool. You go on a hike. You know, this is great. Uh, and at the end of the hike, you're like you reach the top of the mountain. I think you okay? need to get hyped up when you because you got to go back. You know. What do you mean? Like once you read, you know, that's that's half that's the halfway point when you oh, think so you about gotta it. Get, you gotta get so stoked. it's like if it's like turns and I mean of course it's probably probably gonna be earlier in the day. Because that is true. The sunset, <laughs> like oh that was great. Now you're drunk and walk back. It's nighttime. Good luck. See you later. I like you know something that would be like blues a little raunchy because it's like if you just did a big hike and then you get into the sleepy zone, you're like oh my god I gotta yeah. walk back now. I think like if you get hyped up and you're like let's like let's walk back at the top of a hike. I want like an ice cold beer and some like rad blues music. Yeah, some like, dude just like laying it down. Yeah, you're tapping in. Well, you feel like you got to uh, you know, you yeah. It has to be epic. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that'd be pretty funny for the first one. You you take them out like cup good hike. You get there and it's like sundown and yeah. you rip it and you're like all right. Now see you in like whatever right. walks back in the dark. <laughs> we need uh I need help on this idea. I like the, I like the because, idea. There's like, something there. I don't know. We need to find some spots that are going to work. I mean, the trailer that I've been working on, it could be, you know, a big uh part of it because, you know, I've been working like the past year I've been like building this solar powered trailer that can power speakers and everything like that so it could be a we hike could do to it a, somewhere remote it could be I'm a saying. hike to a destination where that's already set up right that's and maybe I mean. there's a, a maybe there's a ride there so maybe it is an end point right or something potentially like maybe you're not too far maybe it's kind of oh, like, it's like sort of like a loop so like you sort of like park here and you hike and you go around and you end up oh, pretty close to that's a good move the original too. location i don't know there's this is so a good idea like i like it walk back Something that makes That's it cool. maybe so the end this isn't is like, like really specific, <laughs> and we need like the ideal situation. You definitely don't want to like 
people at the end, like the just being like, oh man, this is really cool. But it's like I gotta. But now we got like ten miles I back. Figure this out. <laughs> nice. Okay, so we got we got like three three four more minutes. What's yeah, it's like, just like in time this time? Flies like, by. what do you? Is there anything you're trying to put out there? Like, okay, so. Um, yeah, I'm gonna put like, like is it, how if people want to keep up with you. What's uh, what's the best? Like, are you active on the internet right now? Is that a I'm good... active on the internet, and I'm about to release uh, my new my new record. It's coming I'm out gonna, soon. Yeah, Brett Hunter Band. Yeah, cool. Like uh, your Facebook website. Yeah, BrettHunterBand.com. Cool. I'll put up Facebook. links and stuff. Yeah, there'll be links. I think that, wherever you're listening to this, there'll be a link. I think that what I'm trying to focus on right now is. Um, uh, my Patreon page, launching cool. my Patreon okay. page, uh, and and so I think that I really want to direct people that way, and I really want people's support in that medium because I want to have a conversation with people. I, I don't want people. I mean, someone buys your mm-hmm. album, that's fantastic, that's great. Mm-hmm. I'd love it if people buy my album, uh, but I, I want more of a dialogue with with people. I think that there's this common thing that all of us are trying to do, which is like be found by more and more people. And I think that what's less focused on right now that should be focused on is how to engage the people that are already there and fans and love you. You know, how, how do you, how do you be better to those people? (laughs) I fall into that trap. Yeah. Yeah. Patreon. Yeah platform for people to like support on an ongoing basis Mm -hmm. for creative projects that they're interested in and so what it looks like is you show up and if you want to you know give four bucks a month right you you will receive digital downloads for every single thing that i do and it's sort of scoped beyond because i'm doing so many different projects what patreon is is like the combination of all of my projects so my band project singer songwriter stuff i have this like r&b alter ego schmang brady of course of course. I mean, of course um but I, in I also like i just love writing songs for it so i started doing like writing projects where i was writing pop songs for pop pop stars yeah uh, where am cool. i gonna like put that out i mean i'm not gonna like launch a new thing for every for yeah, every totally. it makes, off it makes project that I do, but I want I think that pe- I think that it's interesting to people. I just wrote a uh, a rap song for the new Big Mac. The the sandwich. Yeah, the sandwich. Wow, wish yeah. we had time for it. But <laughs> we don't have time for that one. For which Are one you though? Sure? Because you they sure? came. No, out it's with... for all three. It's for all three oh, because they okay. came out with the Grand Mac, the Mac Junior. And then there's the OG original Big Mac. I'm gonna save like my because I we don't have time. I'm gonna let me just play the rap real quick. Okay, okay, okay. We I'm got do, like a minute. One minute. One minute. Oh, you have it. Oh, I have oh, it. You, oh, you're gonna I sing have it. it. I'm gonna sing it. Okay, great. Yeah, we need this. They're calling it and So there's three different Big Macs, right? So yeah. Grand Mac. So each each has their own rap rap persona here. So, hey yo, it's the Mac Junior. Let me make my introduction. Same great taste if you balling on the budget. Yeah, small body, but you know I got the flavor. Junior's in the house. Everybody tell your neighbor, it's the Grand Mac. I know you gon' love this. The word supersize doesn't even do me justice, cause I'm the biggest of the three. Cause there's more me to squeeze between these sesames like extra cheese and extra meat. Ayo, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Ayo, it's the Big Mac, the original thing. Been 50 years since we first hit the streets. Everybody around the world knows how we do. I've got Grant and Junior. Yeah, I brought my whole crew. They calling it Big Mac, babe. Call it Big Mac, babe, please. To all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, on his own sesame bun, baby. I got an appetite for you, babe. Yeah. So. Wow. And that's. I was like, where, where am I gonna? I mean, should I put that on Spotify? I don't know. I don't but, know what to say about it. Really, you know, I love it, but I don't love a Big Mac. But I love the song. I. You I'm. Know, I'm really. I'm afraid to admit this on air, but 
I love Big Macs. Fair enough. Hey, I got nothing against the Big Mac. I mean, and you, you know, gotta, I mean, the Grand hey, Mac though. I mean, we we hit we hit the clock. We're going out with the <laughs> we're going Mac out. Song. We're going out. All right. I'm sure it's not the last time. Yeah, I can't peace, wait to come back. Peace out, peoples. Thanks for listening. Check out Brett. Um, I'm well. This is Aaron. I'm at Dio Fest. So big ups to Dio Fest for sure. Uh, love you all. Catch you soon. Catch you next time. Bye bye. Please donate. BFF.fm.slash donate.